0: So my friends, today um, in this reading, this particular case of the scribe coming to our Lord Jesus and asking him, which is the first of all the commandments, that wasn't meant to be like a trick question. You know, we have that sometimes, the Pharisees, with the whole idea of like, should we pay our taxes to Caesar? Um, how does that work? Or the question about like, this woman dies, she had seven husbands, whose husband is she going to be when she um, at the resurrection? Like those are questions that are meant to trick our Lord. This one isn't, right? This is just a very straightforward uh, exam, if you will, which is the first of all the commandments. And anyone uh, who was versed in the Jewish law would have answered with this prayer, the Shema. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the Lord alone. Therefore you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Take these words to heart enjoy, that I enjoin on you today. The Shema, hear, o Israel. That's the right answer, okay? Jesus gave the right answer to that question. That is the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Here's uh, something we can learn from this. There's a couple points we can reflect on. The first is, we have to know the right answers about our faith. The reality is, the Catholic faith um, is a rich a rich intellectual tradition, that we have actual content that we can learn about our faith. Our faith isn't just a matter of feeling, you know, I, I feel good when I pray. like, good, well, that's nice, but there's an actual history and tradition. There's actual theology. Our faith is intelligent. And to learn that in a real way, you know, faith is not opposed to reason. In fact, our faith is a very reasonable thing. And so to learn the tradition of the church, to learn the true teaching of the church about particular questions is important. We have to know what we believe when we pray the creed at every mass, right? We have to know how does that work? What do we mean when we say, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, and in Jesus Christ, the only Son, our Lord, and the Holy Spirit? Well, that sounds like three, because we know about the Trinity, and we learn, and we can express it in a particular way, and we can give answer for questions about our faith, but we have to learn about it. And for many of us, for many of us, myself included, up until I was 18 and went to the seminary, we've never learned about it in other than a... Children type way, and in the way that we learn when we're children at Sunday school or in Catholic school, we've never learned about it in an adult way. Our faith has enough intellectual tradition, and it has there's enough meat there for us to learn about that we can. The Catholic faith isn't like some made up fairy tale that if I look too deep into it, um, it's all gonna puff away because it's not true. No, it is true, and there's something there we have to learn. We have to learn. We have to know our faith. We have to study it. We have to ask questions. Questions are good if we're looking for the right answer. We have to know um, all the beauty of what God God revealed himself to us. Right? God revealed himself to us. And so we need to learn. We We need to make the effort. And we shouldn't necessarily do it alone. Look, I'm reading a big, fat, like... 800 page book about the old testament right now with two friends and in fact we're supposed to talk about it tonight i'm supposed to get up to page 50 and i'm on like page 30 so i totally fell behind Uh, a real kind of overview of the old testament but let's if you do it together i could have just let that book sit on the shelf forever but let's read together let's try to find someone let's find a good engaging book about the history of the catholic church about theology, about the Trinity, about the person of Jesus Christ, about any of these things, about the Holy Spirit, about prayer. But let's find something. Let's get some friends together. And let's say we're just going to read a chapter every week or two. We're going to encourage each other along. We're going to ask questions. We need to learn about our faith. There's enough there to learn. Jesus gave the right answer. There's an actual answer to that question. What is the first commandment? Well, if you know the book of Deuteronomy, you know... Shema. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is Lord alone. So that's the first point. We have to learn about our faith. But just learning isn't enough. Just having a lot of book knowledge about the Catholic faith is not enough. That's why the Shema finishes with, take to heart these words which I enjoin on you today. That what we learn, book knowledge, what we put in our mind, has to make its way to our heart. If it just stays up here, you could be a wonderful professor of theology and be a terrible Christian. The reality is, what we learn has to influence our lives. It has to change the way we live. God exists. God is. There is a God. Does my life look any different from someone who would believe the opposite, that there's no God? How is is my life changed by my belief in God? God himself loves me so much that he became man for my salvation, died on the cross, and rose from the dead. How does my life look any different from someone who doesn't believe that there's a God who loves them enough to die for them and rise from the dead? What we learn book knowledge, which is good and we have to do it, that needs to make its way to our heart. It needs to change the way we live. It's not enough just to know the right answers if you're not willing to put it into practice and to live it. We need to allow our knowledge of the Catholic faith to inform the way we live, to shape, and to guide us. It's more than just about being able to pass the test. No, it's about being able to live the fullness of life that Jesus Christ wants to give us. It's about being able to be fully alive in our Lord, to know the height and depth and breadth of the love that God has for each one of us. Here's a final point. A big temptation in all of this is at the end of our Gospel reading, we have that after this, you know, Jesus says, when he saw that the scribe answered with understanding. He gets it. Yes, the Lord our God is Lord alone. And Jesus said to him, you're not far from the kingdom. You're not far. You're getting really close to the right answer. You're warmer, warmer, warmer. You're really hot. You're almost there. And what do we hear? No one dared to ask him any more questions. When we start really learning about the faith... And when we start really being open and honest and willing to put it into effect in our lives, then there will come a point where we say, if I follow this all the way to its end, I may not like where that goes. Look, this happens in real life all the time. I don't ask my doctor about everything I eat because I know that he says that that beautiful maple bacon from Stop and Shop probably isn't good for me. Okay. So I'm just not going to ask you, doctor. uh, And I'm just going to keep on enjoying what I want to eat. Right? Um, I don't ask my dentist about having four cups of coffee a day. Because I know what he's going to say. So I'm just not going to ask him. All right? Um, That can't be how we do it with God. Can't do that with God. But that's what they're doing in the gospel. They see where this is leading. And so instead of actually following it, No one dared to ask him any more questions, because they knew where it would go, where that real openness goes. I heard the story once of a young man um, who, in a retreat moment, in a moment of prayer, really got this sense that God wanted him to be a priest. Really, you know, he was praying, he's like, yes, God wants me to be a priest. And then he was terrified of what that would mean, and so he just stopped praying, like, yeah, if that's going to happen, I'm just not going to pray anymore, right? Um, but that could happen. So if I ask God, well, is this action okay? You know, if I really study it and I look, no, I'm not going to like that answer. So I'm just not going to ask any more questions about that. Ignorance is going to be a type of bliss. Well, no, not really. We can't fall into that temptation. It happens. It's a real human temptation that we could all fall into. But the reality is... That we, God, the plan, the truth, the truth about who God is and who we are, brings us ultimate, complete, fulfilling happiness. And if we don't want to ask the questions because we may not like the answer, well then we're cutting ourselves off from that ability to find the true fulfillment that each and every one of us really desires. And so in this gospel reading today, we have these particular points. There's a right answer to a lot of these questions, so we need to study. We need to know. If somehow we haven't learned these things since we were children, then we need to make the effort, and maybe we should work together on it. Pick a good book. Read it together. Study and learn about the faith. But don't let it just be head knowledge. It has to become heart knowledge. We've got to let it shape and transform our lives. It's more than about passing a test. It's about being the fullness of who God wants us to be. And when that starts to look a little dangerous and we're a little afraid of where that may be, then we need to overcome that temptation to pull away from our Lord because of the greatness of the life that he's calling us to, because of the beauty of that virtue, which right now may look a little bit scary. My friends, this is the path. This is the path to that true fulfillment and happiness that God wants for all of us. It's true. It's true that our God exists. He loves us, he died for us, and he rose from the dead. And he wants us as his faithful followers to know that and live that every day of our life so that in Jesus Christ we may find that true and lasting happiness.